0: This edition of Inside the Coach's Office. My name is Tom Murphy Jr. I'm your host and the star of the show is Coach Brian Barnes, head coach at Bishop Foley High School. Coach Barnes, are you as excited as I am to talk about some high school football in the state of Michigan?
1: Hey, Tom, how's it going? Yeah, you know, it's, it's January 11th. It's the day after uh, college football national championship game just ended. It was an amazing game last night, and we're still talking football. So it's a great night. I'm really excited that, uh, you know, we're able to do this and talk about all the great things that's going on in the state of Michigan regarding high school football, and, um, you know, I can't wait to get rolling. All
0: right, so Coach Barnes, why don't you just tell the people a little bit about yourself um, I've known you for a very very long time. Um you know um star high school running back and then came up through the ranks as a coach and now you're a very successful high school football coach. Um what is it about football that that you really love and keeps you going?
1: Yeah, next time, you know, um you know, I've been coaching for over 20 years now, pretty much since I got out of high school. And um, the thing that I always go back to is that I just remember, you know, the way it made me feel, um, you know, every day hanging around with the guys. And, um, you know, especially Friday nights and playing football under the lights was a special thing. And the relationships and the memories and the things we built with those guys is something I cherish forever. And, you know, as a coach, it's funny that, um, you know, as, as I get older, um, you know, those are the things that I focus on when I was a young coach. You know, I really thought it was all about you know getting that W on Friday night, but it's but it's so much more than that. It's it's the camaraderie, it's the memories, it's the um, like I said, it's the relationships we build and the impact we have on kids um, to help them become better men. And so, um, you know, I can't imagine myself doing anything else, um, you know, in my career.
0: So, what made you want to do? A high school football
1: podcast. You know, I think I think in a lot of ways, the state of Michigan in, in football and Michigan in general is really underrated. You know, look at the great things that's going on in the state. Uh, all of our big, um, you know, Division One universities had a really successful season, um, played in a lot of bowl games. Um, you know, Division Two Ferris State University won the Division Two national championship, and uh, we've had a great history in the state of Michigan with Grand Valley State. Um, And and division football or division three football here in Michigan is fantastic too. And so I just think that um, there's a lot of good things going on in the state of Michigan. There's a lot of good players, and we've got a lot of great coaches in this state, um, all over the state. And the state's really diverse, whether it be in, you know, northern Michigan, the western part of the state, um, you know, or in the metro Detroit area. There's just great coaches everywhere. And I, I was thinking, you know, when it came to this podcast, we just want to talk about the great things that's going on in the state of Michigan when it comes to high school football
0: and i um i am very excited to be a part of this podcast myself and um uh, as for me i've been podcasting for for a few years now i've done some uh, radio i actually had the opportunity to cover bishop foley high school football as a color commentator and um it, i just i just love football myself especially high school football there's nothing like friday night lights man They're just, there's just just it's so exciting and and it's just a i mean being a huge football fan, you know, high school, college, pro, there's different elements to to each faction, you know, and um but just high, there's something so special about high school football because the kids i mean again, they're just kids, but the, but the talent level is it is there, you know. So when you go watch a high school football game, you're watching kids that are playing for one thing, and that's the love of the game, you know, but I just, so I'm just really happy to be a part of this, too, and uh, I really look forward to not only just this first episode, but, you know, many episodes to come, and um, I can't wait to talk some high school football.
1: Yeah, Tom, I'm excited about you know, it's like you said, tonight, for sure, and, and talking to Coach Rabideau and then uh, what we've got going forward. You know, we, we can get into some schemes. You know, we can talk about some uh, real special high school traditions that go on in the state of Michigan and how, you know, certain schools and
2: communities um, really bring everybody around them together. You know, and it, and it all,
0: like you said, it all revolves around, you know, the game of football. Exactly. And speaking of Coach Rabideau, um we are going to bring him in. And talk about one of the really exciting events in high school football that is off the field, and that's the uh the coaches clinic coming up at the end of this week and um what an exciting event it's the fiftieth anniversary of this event and it it's big the lineup is huge um i just i just can't wait to to see what this this clinic has to offer, so let's bring in coach Jerry rabbitdow and uh head coach of spring lake and coach welcome to the show and can you just talk about your involvement in this coach's clinic
3: I can and uh First, I want to say thank you for allowing me to be a part of what I believe is something that you are on the threshold of doing great, and that is talking about the great sport of football uh, here in in the state of Michigan. And um, Both of you uh, have, have alluded to, and Brian, a little bit more of the fact that there's some great things that are going on in this state, and what better way uh, to expose what we have going on uh, is through uh, a- every communication outlet that we can possibly use uh, to share the things that the kids are doing. And kind of like Brian had said, you know, this this is not about you, Tom. It's not about Brian. It's not about, you know, me. This is about the kids and exposing them to the greatness and the, and the things that are going on. So kudos to the both of you for... Uh, coming up with this program and may it live a long, long, long time. So, uh, as far as answering your question, and I kind of got long-winded there, uh, my role with the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association has been for about the last 10 to 15 years uh, as the clinic chair. Um, I'm the third clinic chair in 50 years with our association. Our our clinic will turn 50 officially this March. Uh, And then our first ever clinic uh, would hold its actual first birthday. Uh, they held it in the early summer uh, of their first year. So it's an exciting time. We're blowing up and uh, we're 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 spending a frenzy of amount of dollars just to try and make this year, uh, you know, very special for our for our association members.
0: Speaking of that, I I guess my first question, Coach, will be Nick Saban. Like, I, you can't get a bigger. Celebrity football coach, I I don't think you know, like out of you know out of state anyway, but or just in the whole country, like so. Not to get too um, excited about that, but I am, man. Like, like who doesn't want to go watch one of the greatest college football coaches of all time speak? So, how how did you? I guess let's start there. Like, how did you land Nick Saban?
3: So our association has grown so much uh, within the nation and and specifically here in the Midwest that the Michigan High School Football Coaches Association is becoming known as a destination place to go uh, for a clinic and to learn about the game of football. So over the past several years uh, we have been able to lock down and feature uh, many great speakers. Uh, we've had Wisconsin, Purdue. We've had Notre Dame.
2: We've had Penn State. We've had Iowa State. We've had you know people from Nebraska, and so we've expanded uh, and
3: have brought in this year you know Heupel of Tennessee. Uh, we've got Nick Saban, of course, of Alabama, and we've got Mel Tucker and Jim Harbaugh. And we also have been speaking this year. Uh, the Fair State University coach of Tony Anise, who is a legend in the state of Michigan. So, the answer to the question is very simple. We called down to Alabama. We basically said, this is what we've got going before we could even get the entire story out. Uh, Nick Saban's group said, absolutely. Can't wait to come to Michigan. Tell us the date and time and we'll be there. And wow. in, in literally one simple phone call,
0: we landed Nick Saban uh, to come to our association. And, and that's cr- it's crazy because the man was just in a national championship game last night. And, well, they lost, too. So I was wondering if he was just going to be like, you know what, I'm going to take a week off. i got to cancel everything. You know, because Nick Saban, he does not like to lose. But, but he's he's still he's still on board. He's still going to be there.
1: Hey, co- hey hey coach what is you know what does that what do you think it says to um you know, the type of football players that we have in the state of Michigan, because I think a lot of times when it comes to national recruiting in the state of Michigan, um, people, you know, I think look at us as like that second tier state, you know, sometimes behind Florida and Ohio and Texas and Pennsylvania and whatnot. And so what does that say when, that, you know, you know, we're able to make a phone call to, to some of the most recognizable coaches in the country and, and they want to, you know, they want to come talk to our coaches and help us get better? What does that
3: say to the totality of everything we've got going on? So to answer that question goes to the very root and foundation of the state of Michigan, and that is really the excellent job that high school coaches are doing in our state. Not only are we we recruiting better in the hallways, not only are we learning the game better and to play it uh, with integrity and, and not only to grow what we do, but it's a great kudos to the coaches at the foundation levels that are really getting kids. And our kids are playing at levels now where they're getting exposed. You know, the stats are in the newspapers and the stats are being spread. And social media is doing a tremendous job of, you know, really highlighting what some of our kids in the state of Michigan are doing. And it's getting the attention of all coaches that are out there. You know, and, uh, you know, Rod Oden. Uh, in the Detroit area, uh, along with Kyle McElman-y, uh has been working very, very hard with their, um, you know, one-day camps over in the Detroit, is it mine mind and... The Sound Mind, Sound Body stuff. The uh, Sound oh, Mind, yep. mm-hmm. Sound mm-hmm. uh, stuff. They're just doing a great job, so, you know, uh, the answer simply could say, look, we've got kids, and we've got a kid doing a great job, and they're... in." And they're putting stats in the newspaper, but really, when you stop to think about how do we get to have great kids, you got to talk about what great coaches are starting to do. Young coaches are really, really working hard in the trenches. They're learning the game, and uh, they're exposing kids to positive things.
0: So, coach, what is the what is the overall goal of Putting on a three-day extensive coaches clinic. What what makes a successful coaches clinic? The first of all, our clinic has been uh, the foundation of our clinic has been uh, the, the camaraderie and the fraternity
3: of coaches, bringing them together and allowing them to, you know, scratch X and O's on napkins and to be able to come and socialize and, you know, to kind of per se let their hair down and be able to just, you know, get together and talk X and O's and talk about seasons and, you know, great things that we're doing. Uh, So that is one of the facets and I think that that's one of the
2: things that many of our coaches really look forward to coming to our clinic because they
3: know uh, that they're going to see everybody in the state. Secondly, uh, you know, we we really are an organization that rewards many of our coaches that are within our state. Uh, we have an awards banquet that uh, is on Friday evening that is attended uh, by many, many people in our association. We give coaches of the year uh, regional awards. We give state coach of the year awards. We give uh our top coaches, you know, like that uh, have gone above and beyond, uh, you know, the call of duty as just a regular high school football coach. So we are a multitude of things. We, we're, we're about teaching the game. We're about uh, giving instruction about the game. We cover, cover every facet of the game, special teams, offense, defense, uh, in the trenches, on the, you know, in the offensive line, the defensive line. We've got linebacker core, secondary core, quarterback skills. And then our game also just tries to incorporate every level. So we really want to feature what's going on in youth football. We want to feature what's going on in high school football. We want to bring in the ranks of college football and let them share their stories. And, you know, so uh, it's a multi-leveled multi uh, clinic we try to bring in multi-level coaches. We talk about every facet of the game uh, and we try to make it inclusive so that coaches can have social time and really
0: network. Yeah, and, uh, Coach Barnes, you're going to be speaking uh, on Friday. How excited are you in, about being a speaker at this clinic and, and how did it, it come about where you got to be invited to speak at, at, at the clinic?
1: Yeah, well, um, you know, the first thing is that I'm, I'm, you know, borderline embarrassed by having the opportunity to speak just because I know there's going to be so many great um, coaches there at the clinic. There's going to be so many great coaches, um, you know, listening to my session. and It's really flattering, and I know there are a lot of guys that, um, you know, I owe a lot of our success to, like, you know, when you do this a long time, you recognize that, like, as a head coach, you're just part of the equation. You're not, you know, you're not the final answer. And, you know, we, we've had great kids and surrounded by, you know, good coaches and good people. And so there's a lot of people that, um, you know, have been a part of our success, and which is a big reason why, um, you know, I, I was given the opportunity to speak. And so, yeah, actually I actually had the opportunity last year um, to speak. Uh, I did it virtually. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And this this one I'm pretty excited about to be able to do it in person and to see guys and um, you know last year there was some, some good give and take and you know question and answers when I was finished but you know definitely one of the good things about being in person is that you're able to um, you know going back to what Coach was saying like just just have the conversations with other coaches and um, you know real have a good or really have a good conversation um, you know about your topic and so. Yeah, pretty excited. You know, i am just finished up my presentation. It's funny, one of the, you know, one of the underrated things about, you know, my, my wife, I love her to death for a lot of reasons, but she was able to, you know, look at my presentation and, you know, put some finishing touches on it make sure it looks professional and that I'll be ready to go, and it uh, should be a lot of fun.
0: Nice. Now, were you asked to speak about something specific, or were you able to pick your own topic?
1: Yeah, you know, uh, you know how that works is, um, you know... Each, you know each football program you know you know for the are, are gonna be known for something right and so for the last couple of years we, we feel like we've been a pretty good uh, screen team so I have the opportunity to talk about our screen game a little bit and, which which is funny because you know growing up as a coach and you know when you're a young coach, you want to learn as much football as you can and so offensive football you know you've learned as many things as possible three-step game five-step game you know uh wing t RPOs, screens all that other stuff I, ne- I guess i never really thought of myself as like a big um screen guy or that i'd be coaching a team that utilizes the screen a lot and i didn't really notice it until the end of last season when we did our end of the season evaluations and like you know what? We we do a good job with our screens, and and we do it in a lot of different ways, and so I think it's going to be a great session, and you know, hopefully, a lot of guys want to come and uh, you know, just talk ball.
0: Yeah, uh, Coach um how does the the process work? Of it's got to be so because I I'm looking at the 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 list right now the speaker list and it's just vast so like how does this how does it all come together how do you um choose who's going to speak and not just the the big names but a lot of the the smaller uh schools you know the the, the high school coaches too how does how does something like this come together, and I'll get into COVID, at Like, because this is a special year, well, this last year and this year is definitely different, but just in general, putting something like this together, can, can you talk about like what it takes?
3: So we have a great network of individuals that put together our speaker list, uh, so generally about a year in advance, we'll start working on the college coaches, and we want two or three featured guys, you know, type of a thing.
2: Then it's ironic. You would think that uh, we start working
3: on coaches, and we do to a little degree. You would think that wow, we got to start working on you know the twenty three clinic, and you know be able to you know get guys lined up. A lot of times, what we do, and Coach Barnes is absolutely right with you know how he get asked, what's bringing in there. Quite often, our group starts looking around at the leagues in the Detroit area, the Flint area, you know, the Lansing area, Kalamazoo area, and really are around the entire state, perusing through MLive, and we're looking for, you know, some unique stuff that's going on. You know, this this coach and this group is having, you know, this great year, and they're, you know, they're they're presenting a, a passing game with some schemes that are. You know
2: unbelievable.
3: This guy's got you know this fierce team that's going crazy. This guy's got you know, uh, he runs an incredible midline, or this you know, this group runs an incredible wing tee. Uh, these guys are great in RPOs. You know, uh, Coach Barnes obviously has some <coughs> degree of success with screen runs. So, um, we, we look for up and comers. Uh, we've always got the old guard, you know, we can always go you know, to the groups that have always you know, the code Zimmerman's and the win you know, the, the Ralph Munger's at Rockford, and you know, we can always go to the Gianonis and all the other groups that are over in, in Detroit you know, we got the Rod Owens, and we've got uh, the guy down at River Roots you know, we can always have those guys in our hip pocket but we're always looking for the young, you know and, and, and old <laughs> but we're always looking for the young you know, groups that are coming up, and you know, we want them to shine and we want them to share the the success that they're having. Um, I'm going to share with Coach Barnes on a personal note, you know, that he's probably put together an entire presentation and uh, he's probably thinking in terms of, you know, uh, I've got to have enough material. He's over, he's probably over materialized everything that he's got. You'll he'll, he'll find that once he gets up there and within three minutes, you know, he's going to be running and racing through all of his, his presentation and uh, he'll realize that really he only has to talk about a small little tiny portion of his presentation and that would probably take him through the, you know, the whole thing. So it's exciting. Um, we have a great group of guys that really scour the state. We started looking for guys at the end of their football seasons. Uh, and most of our speakers come together about the end of December. Nah, that's not true most of our speakers come together probably by the 1st through the 15th of December is when we finally lock everybody in. Now, Coach, maybe, oh. that's, maybe that's just a good sign
1: that I'm a good teacher because I overplan, <laughs> right, just like how you're supposed to do for class. So that's that, that's what I'll go with. There, there you go. Really, now, is this your first time speaking this year? Or no? Yes. You yeah, you know, COVID. I did it last year, yeah, virtually. Was, that was obviously a little bit different. Um, yeah. But... Um, yeah, so this year is the
3: first time. Yeah, so in in in, in a live person because I've I've you know I've spoken these things and it, down in Ohio and stuff, but it's kind of funny. The more times that you'll do this, the more that you sort of start to relax a little bit. You start getting into the intricacies of what you do. Uh, the first time, sometimes you try to speed through everything,
2: and then all of a sudden it becomes question and answer session time. At the end.
3: And you're right back at the very beginning. It's great. It's great stuff. It's almost to the point where Lauren Granger, which we need to talk about him a little bit, uh, you know, (laughs) Lauren Granger, we need to put together really a speaking session of about 45 to 50 minutes with about 25 minutes of question and answers because that's where the learning's going on. Uh, Many times that will, you know, our session will get over and the next thing you know, there's this huge herd moving out into the hallway, and they're circling around the coach that just spoke, so that they can get more information. And uh, so, you know, that's great. And um, but um, it, it's just kind of it's it's just good stuff. You know, the speakers are just wonderful, and it's just it's just a, a great event. I can't speak highly enough about what we've got going on and well, one of the things I focus
1: on, or I'm really going to try to focus on, is like obviously everybody in their in their situation is different, right? So whether you're a big school, whether you're a small school, everybody's situation is unique in itself. And so I want to present something that coaches can take with them that'll fit their situation. So maybe, or maybe there's something that works for us, but may not work for them. But I'm just hoping that they can find something
3: that
0: will you know works for them, unique to their situation. Exactly. Yeah. You're spot on. Yeah. So, Coach, um how difficult was navigating this situation with COVID? I, I, I know I think we all in the state of Michigan at least feel like we were kinda getting over the hump, but then boom, it's it's like it's almost as widespread as as Ever now, um, was there any thoughts of canceling or just going all virtual again, or like, and how are you going to combat this situation? So, uh, you know, I'm a football coach, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a teacher. <laughs> but I'm, I'm just like, you know, just like you are. Um, we we navigate it with what
3: basically um, what's de- what we're dealt and. You know we work closely with the Lansing people at the Lansing Center and the Radisson, and you know we' we're, 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 we're basing what we're going to be able to do you know uh, with them. And right now the state is allowing them to have full open access and you know allowing us to be in person.'re uh, we're, we're following the guidelines of what the CDC you know the CDC and the Michigan Health is allowing us to do, and so uh, we're just forging ahead, and do we have contingency plans? Absolutely. Uh, Coaches Insider, which is a group that's out in Colorado, uh, we reached out to them last year and they assisted us being able to put everything together virtual last year. Well, they found that we were so successful and they were so shocked at what we were able to do they approached us to do uh, a, a hybrid, and to have not only some live feed, but you know, to be able to, to go in person. So, so now our association, you know, kind of this is it's crazy to say, but we're we're really becoming national and actually worldwide. We actually have people that have purchased uh, our clinic, uh, you know, from. From all over the, the entire world, you know, It's crazy. We've got people right. in Britain. We've got people in Turkey. We've got people, you know, in the Middle East, uh, and we've got people from all over the, the United States. We've got people from Hawaii, Washington, Nevada, California, Texas, Colorado, Florida, Georgia, and so our our our, our clinic is is really, you know, really growing. So, uh, I do need to talk. Uh, Tom about Lauren Granger who's really uh, one of the foundation people of our of our clinic. And he's the one that puts together the entire speaker list, the entire uh he sets up all of the, the diversity of it, making sure we have enough defense offense, eight man, making sure we've got Wayne T, making sure we've got RPO, we've got run game, pass game, quarterback skills, offensive line skills, but so there's so much to putting in a 50,
2: 60, 70 speaker list yeah. um, uh, and making sure that we're
3: trying to cover every facet, you know, of the game. So, you know, he is just, uh, without him, it would be impossible for, you know, me to do everything. I, I, I always joke with those guys. I always do the business end and those guys are in the trenches, you know, Rod Oat and Kyle McLevaney and, uh, Casey Bess and, um...
0: McEnders uh, and, and group. You know, we just have a really, really good group of people. Now, are these fellows all high school coaches as well, or? Yep. all of them, and most
3: of them are all head, you know, head football coaches. And you know, we all volunteer. You know, none of us get paid for any of this, and uh, we just—it's just a love and profession, a love of our profession and love of the game as to why we do this.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Now, Coach Barnes, um, for you, how has this clinic helped you in your coaching journey?
1: Well, like Coach mentioned, you know... Obviously,
2: it's a, there's always a great, you know, list of
1: speakers and you can learn the X's and O's and, and how to run a program and things like that. But in my opinion, the best thing about it is the networking that we're all able to do. Um, you know, some of my closest coaching friends now, you know, don't live within, you know, an hour from me. You know, but we've, we've met at clinics or we've met at this clinic and just bonded and, and formed a relationship. And so, you know, going back to what Coach was saying, these are the things that um, – it is really special about our clinic is the fellowship and it's probably the thing i look most forward to um is to see coaches again and, and just talk with them after sessions or talk with them at dinner and whatnot just you know pick their brain a little bit because you know nobody has all the answers Um uh, if they say they do they're they're lying and um you know we can always learn more even if it's um you know talking to a coach about learning how to defend something a certain way and um or whatnot and so to me it's invaluable the relationships and the people we meet and um whether young and old uh doesn't matter it's just it's all about getting better and you know that's how i do it
0: so has now the high school coaching network is it could be a small circle at times um but there's a lot of heated competition and there there, there's always you know some controversy has there ever been any instances um where coaches that were not Happy with each other, met up at at the clinic, or does everything just get pushed aside and and it's all about football and and, and there's no uh, there's no uh, there's no beefs.
1: <laughs> hey, hey Tom, I will say the one thing I when I when I did some research about Coach Evidu, I heard some things about
2: the clinic in 19, not, no, I'm kidding, Coach. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was just gonna say I've been going to the clinic for gosh at least thirty. 30-plus years, 2, thirty two, three years, maybe. God, i that's just really dating myself, but I'm going to share it with you. Everything gets pushed aside. Uh, In all of my
3: life, I have never been to a clinic where uh, there was any, you know, animosity or, you know, differences. We're going to settle them there. Mostly kind of like Coach Barnes has said, this is a fellowship, it's a fraternity, it's a chance to get together, uh, it's a chance to socialize, it's a chance to network, uh, and that's what makes us so different from some of the other clinics, uh, you know, that go on. Uh, Specifically, like the Glacier Clinic, yeah, it's great, Glacier's great, they do a wonderful job with what they do, but coaches that go to Glacier, they're there to X and O, and they're they're there to learn, and they're not there to socialize. Our clinic brings the you know the states' coaches together. Uh, we have awards for them. We have networking for them. We have games wanted boards. We have job wanted uh, boards. Um, we have recognition. We have uh, we recognize players. We have uh, you know the, the all-state awards. We have the academic all-state awards. So. Our clinic truly focuses uh, on the player. It's not necessarily focuses on the coach, but it really focuses on how as weak as coaches can better the game, make the game safer. Uh, I, I neglected to tell you, you know, we bring in uh, doctors and, and, and health
2: people. We talk about concussion every year. We learn about concussion every year. Uh, I've talked to Nate Hampton uh, with the state of Michigan and the MHSAA, eventually we're going to
3: be able to bring some of the capstone classes that coaches will be able to take at our clinic, so the future uh, has great things, and we do great things in Anyway, it's a great event, I'll hit my mute while these dogs are just to it wouldn't be a first show without some dogs.
0: That's awesome. awesome, yeah, that's great, yep.
3: That's perfect.
1: So, Tom, to, to add on to what Coach said, you know, I, I, I've never experienced that at, at one of our clinics either. You know, honestly, um, you know, those, those guys that, that have the beef and, and whatever take it to that level, I don't think they're going to be – you know, coach high school football too long. <laughs> you know that's they're in it for the wrong reasons, obviously. And like coach that they're making it about them and not the kids. So, um, no, we've never experienced that. Like I said, I, I've met some of my closest friends now at this clinic, and so I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to meeting some more. Yeah, and
0: Coach Barnes, I, I wonder you, um, you. <clears throat> You've been in this clinic many times, right? I think, right? Yeah, and um, and it is. So, so you do. You really find like a camaraderie with the other coaches, because I, because I said, I mean, I kind of joked about it, but I really like because high school football does get really serious. You know, winning and losing means a lot. In the end of the day, it's about teaching the kids and, and the love of the game. But winning and losing is a big part of the deal, too. Um, so these the coaches that come there and the coaches that speak, it really isn't about what happened last season. It probably is more about what can I learn today and how to move forward, right?
1: Yeah, I agree. You know, I, I've been going, you know, I went to it, you know, I remember when it was back in Battle Creek, um, you know, going back a little bit. And so, and so, yeah, I, um, you know, I've been going a while. And, and honestly, yeah, we're all competitors and we all want to win. And we understand that on the varsity level that, um, you know, the score is going to be in the paper or on the Internet. And it's a big deal to a lot of people. But, you know, we also recognize that we're still dealing with, you know, young men and women who are um, – You know, trying to find themselves in life, really, if we're we're thinking about it. Um, And so, football really is a tool um, to help prepare them for life and their future. And so. I think one of the things we've done a good job as my entire coaching staff is keeping that in perspective. Um, you know, we'll, we'll at times be upset at a kid, you know, for maybe not hustling as he should or playing as hard as he should, you know. But we, you know, we also recognize that still a 15-, 16-, 17-year-old kid who, you know, might be dealing with something that we don't know about, you know, you know, and we try to keep that in mind. And so, yeah, we're all competitors. We all want to get better. We all want to get an edge on somebody else and, and do it the right way. And, um, you know, and, and, and in that regard, but we also – you know, there's a reason, I mean, I can talk for me personally, there's a reason I'm not coaching at the college level, or at least I, I pursued that. Because when I was younger, yeah, I had an opportunity to do that. But I think the impact we have on our on our kids coaching high school football goes way beyond anything, you know, I can imagine at, at the next level does. And so, um, you know, that's why I stick with it. And ultimately, that it should be our ultimate goal.
0: Yeah. Now, Coach, Ray, but I, I think, um, uh, well, again, I appreciate your time very much. I think we can kind of wrap things up here. Uh, I just want to ask if you got any, uh, any last final thoughts ab- about the clinic and anything that you want people to know going into this clinic. So Coach Barnes brings
3: up an interesting um, uh, piece of our clinic and, and the fact that it was in Battle Creek uh, for so many years. That Coach Barnes, I... You look way too young, <laughs> saying that, that you were attending the Battle Creek days. Coach, <laughs> Coach I'm i 43 years old. That, uh, that takes uh, us that takes us back a while. So, um, so Tom, our you know our clinic and our association is just honored, first of all, that you guys have included this, and I and I I hope this podcast blows up and people listen to it. And, Thank um, you. I'm honored to be a, a, a part of it. Our clinic. Focuses. Uh, You almost could have interviewed Coach Barnes with everything that he said. We're here for kids. We're here to develop coaches. We're here to develop fellowship. We're here to, um, you know, uh, share. You can always learn. Um, And, you know, over the 50 years we've expanded. Uh, Our association started out uh, in a basement in Jackson, Michigan. Uh, they held their first meeting there. They held their first clinic later on that early summer. Uh, and then it you know moved to Battle Creek and then it moved to Kalamazoo for a short uh, period of time. And now it's in Lansing because it's just more centrally located. Uh, we have not changed the fee for our clinic in probably 25 years, somewhere in that uh, range. So we, we really try to uh, make this clinic about our association. And we make this clinic about kids and we make it the the association focuses on how we can play the game safer. Uh, And we focus on rewarding coaches that have done a tremendous job uh, in the coaching ranks. And, you know, like I said, you could have interviewed Coach Barnes for this entire story because uh, he's nailing it. He's, He's one of the guys that gets it. Uh, It's not about him. Yeah, he could have gone to the coaching ranks at a college level. Many coaches in our association probably could have gone to the college level. This is about the kids. It's about making the game safer. Uh, And it's about sharing knowledge and gaining knowledge and uh, fellowship.
0: Well, that's excellent. Uh, Like I said, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, Coach Barnes, any final thoughts on our first podcast?
1: Yeah, Tom, great job. You know, Coach Rabideau, you know, like Tom said, we appreciate you being here. Uh, it means a lot uh, coming from you. I really appreciate that. And, you know, like I said, I look forward to the network meeting, meeting new coaches. And this podcast is also a way for me to also meet some other coaches. So I greatly appreciate having the opportunity to meet you and talk to you. And, you know, I'm excited to
3: talk to you in the future. I'm excited about the clinic this weekend. Great. And uh, so should you share how uh, people will be able to locate your podcast and uh, be able to listen to our, our program today because i think it's wonderful
0: we are <laughs> we are close to that my my brother <laughs> is actually behind the scenes right now setting up the website and um i'm going to send him the file later on but we'll be all over facebook twitter um we'll be easy to find and you will definitely be the first to know um, but yeah that, that it's gonna be out the, the show is inside the coach's office and we're gonna be all over the you know we'll be on we'll have twi- we'll be on twitter uh hopefully YouTube sooner than later we're gonna try to make it um a video podcast so you can actually see our faces uh, instead of just listening um but we got a lot of exciting plans for the future uh like I said it's just it's just a baby right now, um, but we are we're gonna be out there, and we won't be hard to find. <laughs> I can promise you that. Well, that's,
3: a, that's a great thing because um, it's able to bring the east side together with the west side, west side with the east side. You know, and really the north. Uh, we have great eight-man football going on in our state. Uh, we're becoming one of the largest eight-man states behind the state of Washington and a few others. Um, as a matter of fact, our our audience that's coming to our clinic, many of the out-of-state guests that we're going to have are eight-man football, so it's a growing, uh, it's a growing trend, and um, you know they're doing great things. And even though you know at the beginning I was always like eight-man, eight-man, but you know when you really think about it, it's still giving kids opportunities. It's still growing the game, so yeah, uh, that's you know that's a great thing. Then okay. it. I'm 11 man, but, you know, we're still here for kids. It is interesting
0: that you say that because uh, being, um, you know, on the board of the coaches association, you got to be aware of all the differences. And I've never experienced eight-man football. I, um, I've always been kind of curious about it. And I understand why it exists, you know, because there's only, you know, in those, you know, some of those smaller towns there's only so many kids, you know, to, to play. And they figured out a way. And I'm all about, if you can play football, play football, you know. Um, so the eight, man, um, I, I get it.
1: Yeah, Coach mentioned this, and I know we're up against it a little bit, but, I, you know, at some point as, as high school coaches, right, it's, it's adapt or die. And I understand that the times have changed, right, and we're, we don't coach the game like we did in the 1980s where, you know, we're tackling with our head down and we're leading with our head and stuff like that. Like, the, the way we coach the game is different nowadays in terms of blocking and tackling. It's much more safer, you know, the equipment's much more safer, going to eight-man football so teams can, you know, still have football programs with their school and community and give kids opportunities like that's how, like, to me, that it's it's a smart thing, you know. The game's evolving a little bit, and we're all evolving as coaches and how we do things, and so ultimately, like Coach said,
2: at the end of the day, it's it's a great thing. Yeah. It really is. It's it,
3: you know, and so you know, we're we're getting a little bit long winded on this subject matter, but you know, there may be a day where the game of football is going to change in the next fifteen to twenty years. You know, we. There may not be kickoffs. You know, there may be, you know, punt, the punt game. Special teams may look different. And, you know, 8-man is a way that um, still gets kids involved. And uh, so, you know, I just want to be clear, too. I, I think it's, you know, whatever whatever can, you know, we can keep kids involved in the game. That's the most important.
0: Yeah. Do you, I know, first I want to say, we where, as coach... Rabbit it out for fifteen minutes of its time, but you get three football guys together, man. We can probably do this for two hours at least. But, but with this eight man, because it brings up an interesting point, especially with the way the game is going. Um, you know, we're trying to take out the the injuries, especially at the lower levels, because you're finding that kids in high school are, you know, getting brain injuries. I know CTE, you can't really define that until after the person passes away. Unfortunately, but you're finding out that some of these younger people are getting you know uh, are having CTE and so any way you can make the game safer is just one thing, but I don't but is, but with eight-man football that's just a, that's just a numbers game that's not about safety I, I wouldn't think, but with this eight-man football, I, I just wonder how can can a kid play eight-man football? and then be able to go to college at a high level and adapt to 11-man football is how big of a difference is that and and if a kid is really really talented should he bypass 8-man football and try to go to a to a high school that plays 11-man football so like i'd be interested in what coach Barnes is going
3: to say about this but There are other networks for exposure. So a kid playing eighth grade or eighth grade, eight man football, does not limit that young man to the potential that's out there because many of our bigger uh, university camps and one day camps and exposure camps uh, can allow those kids to you know to sell themselves to expose themselves to you know to higher levels. So. You know, you might have a young man that may not have the opportunity to go, look, I've got to play eight-man because this is what I've got to do. I can't go anywhere You know, but, you know, that young man could still have the opportunity to get to the camps at, you know, the Division II schools in our state, even the Division III schools in our state, uh, and, and certainly to the Division I schools. So there's opportunity. You can you can play eight-man football. There's opportunity. Yeah, coach. Yeah, coach is hundred percent correct
1: you know it's you know back in the day it used to be the way for college coaches to to hear about you as a player is you know word of mouth or they show up to a game and, and watch you or you know coaches spend time you know creating a highlight video on the old VHS tape right kind of like what I did as a, as a GA at Wayne State back in 2004 I still remember we were using VHS and stuff like that it's so much easier now to, to get out you know your film to coaches um you know the huddle email um that sort of thing coach mentioned the camp scene 100 percent is big to get recognition There you know twitter kids are on twitter reaching out to coaches talking to them that way putting highlights on twitter so i mean it's if if you're good enough you know like they say if you're good enough to play at the next level you'll play at the next level there's yeah. there so many ways you know um as, as the saying goes like you know, kids don't want to get slept on, right? Like it's pretty much impossible nowadays with with all the opportunities they have to get recognized.
2: Yeah. All
0: right, so coach, um, I guess we'll finish up with it. What I want to ask, um, for high school football players, is there any access to anything about this coaches clinic that could help them? And and then will they be able to access um, maybe videos or, or coach speeches or anything? Or is this strictly f- for the coaches and their knowledge? Or, or, or Can high school players attend? Can they gain gain knowledge? Uh, will there be videos out online after the clinic? No. no the, the short of the answer is, is no. Uh, this is really for the coaches. Yeah. Uh, okay. Camps are for kids. You know, this
3: is a learning clinic for coaches, so um, I won't even expand on that. I, mean, yeah. I I'm going with that. Uh, but uh, we do have a leadership uh, committee that allows, I think, somewhere in the neighborhood last year. Well, every year they average 150, maybe 200 kids that attend Lansing in a, in a leadership role. Okay. Um. But no, this is really a clinic for coaches and bonding and fellowship and learning. Yeah. yeah Tom, I can I can say you know what? Like working in education, and having three daughters, like like,
1: like kids are not going to want to go to school all day. They have no interest in that. Sitting into a big meeting room, listen to one of us talk X's and O's on a whiteboard. Yeah. They, they
0: just won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Hey. No, that makes sense. Good. Um. All right, fellas. Well, this is awesome. I think this is awesome. Um, Coach Out, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for explaining what uh, the Coach's Clinic is all about. Like I said, I'm very excited. I know Coach Barnes is really excited. I I, I imagine there's a lot of people that are going to be very excited about uh, what's going to happen on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday down in Lansing at the Michigan High School Football Coaches association clinic <laughs> i've been trying on that all day i did because that's a long it's a long acronym <laughs> i'll try to get it right but um I, honestly uh it's been a pleasure and hopefully i get some time and coach barnes get some time to to meet you this weekend face to face and um hopefully uh we can talk more in the future
3: so I hang out at the information table next to the registration table and uh, you'll you, if you come near that area that's where I hang out trying to uh, put out any small fires you know uh, preparing for a game is done before the game and so yeah. uh, I tend to take my vacation at the clinic because
0: you know, I, the hay's in the bar you know, so I get a chance to really kind of Relax once you know once once the clinic starts. Yeah. You haven't prepared everything by then. then uh, <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> sure. I, oh, real quick, is there anything that the people should know that are attending the clinic? As far as do you need a vaccination card? Are you going to have to wear a mask the whole time? Is there is there any rest- any restrictions? I'm so happy that you
3: asked that question. Uh, we're going to put it out tomorrow. As a matter of fact. Okay there's no vaccination cards that are you know going to be required to attend anybody can attend and there's no regulations uh... with the lansing center or the radisson on whether or not that you are required to wear a mask nor is our association going to require uh... that you wear a mask we're asking people uh, to use common sense i mean if you're feeling symptoms uh... you're feeling uh, you know that maybe the onset of something's coming on. Don't come to the clinic. Don't. And if you do, you know, make sure you're masking up and trying to, you know, keep a distance from, you know, from people. But one of the things that we're going to try and strongly encourage is that people will at least wear masks. Um, that would be one of our strongest encouragements that we could do. Uh, I know that it's like herding cats. You know, it's not going to be a very successful endeavor but you know those that, that will you know hopefully they'll they'll wear masks and uh let's make this a safe clinic and let's keep this you know moving forward and let's hope for the love of gracious that covid will sometime go away you know soon yeah amen amen
0: <laughs> all right well thank you coach uh coach barnes
1: Appreciate it, Coach. Yep. Appreciate it, Tom. Yeah, excited for this
0: weekend. Excited for the podcast going forward. Yeah, we are really excited. Like I said, this is the this is the first episode of Inside the Coach's Office, and we're gonna be coming uh, every week. And like I said, anywhere you find podcasts, you'll find ours, and we'll be on Facebook and Twitter and, and all that. And uh, our goal is to you know just highlight michigan high school football in any way that we can uh... so every week we're going to hope to have a guest um, different coaches maybe you know we we got a long list of ideas but but the main point is just to promote all the good that's going on in michigan high school football and i can't think of a better way to start it off with talking about this clinic with uh... You coach so uh... Um, you know thank you for joining us and. Uh, Football. (laughs) Thank you. Alright ladies and gentlemen. On behalf of Coach Barnes um, and Coach Rebidow, I would like to thank you for listening to this show and look forward to hearing us talk high school football every single week.